Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. That's Matt. That's Matt. So over the past few months, I've been compiling a list of jokes for my stand-up routine. I imagine for some of you this sounds silly, and yes, that is correct. It's definitely something unexpected, and let me say that I am nowhere near ready for the stage. But as I stand here this morning, getting ready to shake around some branches and a yellow fruit, I think, well, this would be another great addition to my setup for the day that I decide to become the canner of comedy. On a more serious note, though, Sukkot is a staple in the Jewish holiday cycle, and one that I find great joy and fun in. And that's not only because we get to wave around the lulav and intro. For me, it's the repetition of challah. Each and every day of the holiday of Sukkot, an opportunity to praise the divine, clearly something that I have a love for, and shake the lulav and intro, except for Shabbat, of course. If we look back just a little over a week ago, we celebrated Rosh Hashanah, the beginning of the new year, and then followed it with Yom Kippur. Those 10 days, not once did we recite Hala. But why? Why do we not recite Hala on Rosh Hashanah, or the days in between, or on Yom Kippur for that matter? They are described as the high holidays or the high holy days. So if you want to be in a high spiritual plane, why not include Hala? Why not at least on Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the new year? It's like the Rosh Kodesh of all Rosh Kodeshes. These are all questions I asked myself many years ago that I still find to be meaningful. Well, in the Talmud, in Rosh Hashanah 32 a, it says the ministering angels ask God, Master of the world, why is it that Israel does not recite songs of praise or Hallel on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? God replied, when the sovereign sits in judgment with the books of life and death open before them, can Israel sing praise? The holy days are often referred to as the days of awe, or yamin or in Hebrew. We are to be in awe, in fear, shaking in our boots. We are taking time to pray for ourselves and our community, and to be inscribed in the book of life. We hope for good. As you all know, there is a lot of heavy liturgical material on Rosh Hashanah and in Kippur. As the canner, I feel that weight on my shoulders as I recite it to dive on these holidays. The excerpt from the Talmud I shared a few moments ago expresses that fear I was just describing. And therefore, without a heart full of joy, we are not to recite Allah. Though I do hold joy on both Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, as Rabbi Nath spoke about a little bit earlier, I still hold awe and fear. The liturgy for the Yamim Noraim is not being short and intense. So I guess it does make sense why Allah comes later. It's a breath of fresh air during Sukkot Dominic. It lifts the spirits and elevates us in a different way. Sukkot allows us to look outwards to the larger world, the larger community around us. We surround ourselves in temporary structures that emanate the fragility of life in this season. Yet we find ourselves in our prayer rooted in a strong foundation. On Sukkot, I would argue that this foundation is hollow. Discussion on us later, earlier conversation. <laughs> as I mentioned a little earlier, Hallel repeats itself. Each day is cook. We wave and shake the lulav and are reminded of God's presence in our lives and around us at this moment. Hallel is an outward expression of praise, excitement, and love. 
Hallel is an expression of extreme gratitude for freedom and redemption. Hallel is not just a jumble of Hebrew words sung in a variety of different melodies, which when I first heard it many years ago, that was my reaction. It's a collection of songs that bring us joy and hope. Psalm 118 is at the core of Hallel, surrounded by other songs that I could probably talk about for much longer than the allotted time for this Debar to do. I want to invite you, if you are able, to turn to page 320 for a moment in your door to look at the middle of the page. I'm going to refrain from chanting these verses at this moment because I want to save that for a little bit later. I'll read them instead. I will offer thanks to you for you answered me, and you were my rescuer. The stone the builders rejected has become the keystone. This is Adonai's doing, how wondrous it is in our sight. This is the day that the infinite is made. We shall rejoice in it. This is the day that the infinite is made. Let us be glad and rejoice and be happy. We made it. <laughs> this moment, this pinnacle of the hollow service, to me is the height of gratitude. You should be shouting at the rooftops. Why are there no exclamation points on the stage? I have them all over my page, by the way. At least you get to chant these rhymes twice because saying it once is not enough. I want to chant these words in increasing volume, embracing the chaos and the beauty of this moment of Allah. As we explain these words of praise, we prepare to shake the lulav and etro just a few more times to express our indescribable gratitude to the Holy One. We pray to be saved, delivered, whatever language you choose to use in this moment, and we ask for success and blessing. Though Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are behind us, we continue to be elevated and have the opportunity to soar in song, praise, and gratitude with each and every day's recitation of Hala. Our spiritual wells are deep, and on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we were stripped down, challenged, and tested. And now we have an opportunity to celebrate, sing, dance, shake, and explain this moment for all to hear. May this moment not only be one of great joy, but one of kavanah, intention, as we enter into Hala for this first day of Sukkot, which if you turn back, begins on page 315 as we take out the love and enter for the first time. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.